Hello everyone. I am Taruna Ramani and thank you for joining me. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. Is what Henry Ford, founder of Ford Motor Company, famously said. I have revisited this quote a few times in my life every time I hit a wall. A wall that looked impossible to scale. I want you to think about yourself. Are you scared? Are you scared of speaking in front of people? Are you scared of rejection? Are you scared of not meeting expectations? Those are genuine fears. We all have our own. But what makes each one of us different is how we deal with them. We all react in our own ways to our situations. And here are the two choices that we have. First, we can brace ourselves and take that leap. Or second, we can take a few steps back each time and eventually land up in a place that offers pseudo comfort and is yet alien to us and far away from that beacon of hope. So, as Henry Ford says, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. You are right. Your belief in how you measure yourself is your truth that you live your life by. As a public speaking coach, I can do one thing very easily which is to teach my students the tools of public speaking. But instead, what I like to work on with them is to develop the power of believing in themselves and to help them overcome their challenges. For someone who teaches public speaking, I am very easy on my students. When I'm enrolling students, I ask parents what specifically are they looking for through my programs. I sometimes hear specifics like, can you help my child not use filler sounds like ums? To me, there is a distinction between filler sounds and filler words. And my question here is, when did filler sounds become such a big deal in public speaking? Or rather, why should they be such a big deal? Think about it. If I'm saying something impactful and in the process of putting together my ideas, if a couple of arms slip my mouth, should that be a bigger deal than the content or my overall delivery? I think not. I might be one of those very few coaches who think that, but it's fine by me. 
I'm not promoting a perfect speech. Instead, what I'm promoting is that inner confidence and the joy that comes with speaking. How many of us get up and give elaborate speeches in front of huge audiences? And even if we do, how often? To prepare students for that opportunity through public speaking and to spend a lot of time training them to get there, it takes away from the real purpose of public speaking. Public speaking is a life skill and I honestly feel that giving the next generation a chance to believe in themselves and the power of their voice, that is the magic that we can create in them and we should. It's a gift that's going to serve them a lifetime and I strongly believe that those who believe in themselves find ways to create a path for themselves, period. To limit teaching students only the cliched steps of how they must speak is limiting them and their possibilities. It would be so much better to fill them with confidence and belief in themselves and give voice to them so that they can fly. This might not be the best comparison, but let me still use it. As you fill helium in a balloon and let it loose in the air, it creates its own path upwards, doesn't it? That is the power that we as parents and educators can create in children. At Power Speakers, we did a Valentine event a few months back with very young children, kindergarten through grade two. And I insisted that we would not make them memorize any speeches or involve parents in helping them prepare for it. I wanted the kids to give wings to their thoughts and imagination in a framework that they were taught. And they did. All I did was fill air in the balloon. Not overnight, but over a period of time. And the flight that I saw my students take is something that I will cherish forever. Making them believe in themselves does not happen overnight. Nor does it happen in a controlled setting. But... It is the magic that can be created in children. There are rules and then there are more rules for public speaking. As a public speaking coach, I have created a divergent path to teaching, which is a mix of ideologies that define me as a person and my learnings and observations of students for the last almost two decades. I feel like I have a responsibility towards these children and I work at a deep level to create that inner shift to pivot their beliefs of themselves into a strong conviction. Honestly, 
I'd rather not put them in a restrictive environment. The freedom to express is a beautiful gift. And these young minds need to understand that nobody is born with limitless confidence. They all worked hard on building it for years because no skill gets built overnight. It will take kids some time to achieve stronger self-esteem for positive mental attitude from positive mental attitude and repeated practices, of course. They will start making progress once they understand the power of body and mind working in harmony. A strong sense of self-belief will enable them to be assertive, focused and proactive. The world we are living in has an epidemic of low self-esteem, dissonance and lack of self-confidence, which is the ingredient to success and happiness. What we believe will either limit or empower us. That's what I live by and what I teach my students every single day. And I strongly believe that we teachers and you parents can do a lot to cultivate that dynamic power of self-belief in children. On that thought, I sign off. As always, thank you very much for listening.